Well, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Gospel Business Strategies Podcast, where it is our mission to grow business leaders in the context of the gospel. My name is Kent Lapp, and I'm your host. And today we interrupt our normal programming to bring you a recorded phone conversation with Jerry Scherzer discussing all things the GBS cohort. Jerry will actually be facilitating this cohort, and he comes from over 15 years uh, experience working with executive leaders. He's a certified coach. He's an executive pastor at Connect Church in Ashland, Massachusetts, and the former president and CEO of Water Street Ministries, where he was in that role for over eight years. Now, this is a recorded phone conversation. I apologize for the audio quality but it's the best we could do, Jerry being in Massachusetts, myself being in Nashville. If you're interested in the cohort, then this conversation is specifically for you. If you're not interested in joining the cohort, I think you're going to find this helpful because we get into a lot of the challenges and pain points that you are most likely dealing with in business leadership. Just listen on to hear more about the GBS cohort. You can also go to our website, gospelbusinessstrategies.com forward slash cohort. And if you are leading a business anywhere in America, essentially, you can get in on this. So without further ado, I give you my conversation with Jerry Scherzer discussing all things GBS cohort 2019. So let's just jump in. Can you tell us what the GBS cohort is and how it works? Let's just start right there. So, you know, really the GBS cohort is it's really a gathering of peers that are committed to growing. And they're gathering together in a place to have conversations. They're going to challenge each other, push each other forward in your business and towards your vision, learn together. So really... At the end of the day, it's the cohort is really a group of people that are committed to growing and the growing in the context of the gospel, growing in the context of their business, growing in the context of their personal leadership, in both in their business world and their personal world. That's kind of really the vision that's centered around is we want to be able to help leaders go to the next level in their leadership and make a I don't know, leverage all the experience they've had thus far into another level of impact as they look forward in their life and all that brings for them. So that has a lot of practical implications for what we would do together over a 10-month period or every year and work together. Yeah. Can you touch on some of those? So someone's saying, hey, this, this sounds good on the outset. I have a business. I want to get better personally. I want to grow spiritually. But I don't know if this is for me or not. I, how does this actually work? Can you talk us through sort of how this would actually work throughout the course of a year? So as a group, we would – we would get together for conversations on a regular basis. So we'll have some key times where we'll get together face-to-face. We'll have times where we'll get together virtually. And we'll have times we'll get together in phone calls. And in those conversations, we'll have some training that will take place or maybe some principle-based, high-level training we do to set a context for a conversation. And then we would participate in doing some evaluation and some reflection and maybe assessments on how we're doing maybe in how each other are doing in those areas, and then set goals on that for growth. Okay, how can I grow? How can I improve? So in every gathering we had, we would have some kind of element of opportunity to really challenge one another. And one of the things I envision happening is, you know, we'll get 12 to 15 business leaders in the room together. There's a ton of experience around the table. And so we're going to have a lot of time for conversations where we get to, we get to almost serve as like a personal board of directors for each other 
and listen to each other's issues and challenges and give input into that and offer counsel from our own wisdom and our own experience. And, hey, I've been there. I've done that. Don't go down that road. Or, hey, man, I did this, and it transformed my leadership, and it transformed how I showed up in life and brought me a lot of results. And so those are the kind of conversations I anticipate we'll have. Um, a lot of it will be, like, practitioner-driven. So we want to be able to walk out of these conversations with tangible, actionable goals that we can set for our own leadership. For If we want to produce change in our life, we have to set goals and objectives that are measurable for us to be able to make changes and hold each other accountable for it. Yes, and I think the, it, it is just a one-year intensive, so people can kind of expect to come through this one year if they're leading a business, because we may get to this a little bit later, but someone needs to be running a company themselves to go through this group. But they yeah. can expect this year to be sort of a a high-growth year. So when they think back to the last five years in business and the year of going through this cohort, maybe being one of those five years, they should expect this year of being in the GBS cohort to be sort of a high-intensive, sort of an accelerated a year for growth and impact in their business and their personal life and, and even spiritual, right? Yeah, you know, it is. It's an investment into into growing. It's an investment into working on our leadership and working on our business instead of working in it. And we do that. I mean, studies show in leadership, when we focus on working on our own leadership and on our own life and on our business instead of just in it, it takes us to a whole new level and impacts the people we lead. And so that's – we're going to have – basically a year together to really engage in that kind of learning and that kind of growth. So, Jerry, if someone's thinking, okay, it sounds good, there may be some value here for me, what can they really expect from this? How, how can they actually expect this to help them? So we'll have opportunities for everyone to be able to put issues on the table, challenges they're facing, and whether those challenges are sometimes in the personal personal space with their family or sometimes they're in the business space with opportunities there in front of them or significant just simple business challenges or sometimes it's personnel issues at a high level. I got my I got challenges with my executive team. And uh and I don't know where to have that conversation else because I, I can't have it with my team. And so anyway, it's, we're gonna have opportunity to really engage in getting sound business advice, sound counsel from around the table. And I, I think a lot of a lot of people in business, particularly if you're a small business owner or running a family business, sometimes you're thinking, "Am I the only one?" And you get in a conversation, you realize, "Oh my word, I'm not the only one. Someone else has experienced that." Or you're in the conversation and you have opportunity to go, "Oh my word, this group is revealing blind spots for me. I didn't know that. I didn't know that." And that kind of revelation can bring immense value to us when we get the opportunity to have friends, colleagues, people we trust help us see stuff that we didn't know we didn't know. It can save us from a lot of pain. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that is that is the truth. I remember just a couple of times, one was years ago, just going through a business situation and just didn't know who to turn to, didn't know who, who could help, you know, and I think the truth is there was people around that could have helped that I didn't know about. 
but you know, to actually get specific input in your business, you've got to both be able to, two things have to happen. One is people have to be available that understand your situation and can give you wise input on that specific matter. But the second thing that needs to happen is you need to actually have a connection with them. And so, you know, so often there's people out there, there's essentially nothing new under the sun. There's people out there that have been there, done that. The trick is mm-hmm. in connecting with them. And that's just been a pain point of mine a couple of times in business. So I definitely hear what you're saying with that. Let me ask you this. I can see three potential scenarios, people listening to this. One is they have a huge need. They're just having a hard time keeping their head above water. Uh, they're not sure that they can even afford the time or money to come through this, but they really desperately need it and they desperately want it. Then you have sort of the middle ground where it's like, someone's business is is decent it's not great but you know it's providing a living and they're not really interested in 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 learning a heck of a lot more they're they're doing okay um and then you have sort of the top tier things are going really good right now you know i don't know why i would join a group like this because everything is going my way right now and i'm sort of on top of the world are all three of those viable options to come through this group or is this for everybody or not? And what, what would you sort of say to, to those three potential scenarios? Yeah, I think, you know, to the person who's kind of in that first scenario, or they're looking at it going, man, I'm just barely keeping my head above water, you know, or how can I afford it? You know, things are a mess. I'm not going to have the time to do this. So I've seen a lot of, I've talked to a lot of different individuals that have been in and out of some of my peer groups. And, you know, the number one challenge always is that mindset of how can I add something else to my schedule you know, how can I free up time and space and money to do this? But repeatedly, the the conversation that I hear after someone's in the group and they've had the chance to have the group basically add value to life is, oh, my word, I can't imagine not making time for this conversation. Because the added value that it brings in helping them get out of their situation of overwhelmed or can't afford it or things are a mess, um, how do I free up time, it has just added so much value that after a couple uh, of conversations in it, they're just, it totally changes the paradigm and the perspective. So I would just say um, the way out of the situation you're in, if you're feeling overwhelmed, desperate, or overworked, is to take some time to be able to have those opportunities to step out and work on things instead of just being in them. It will allow you to get ahead instead of always kind of picking up behind. The other, yes. the other the second, the second group is, you said it's kind of those individuals that, hey, things are going okay. And, you know, an engagement in a group like this will protect you from complacency. It'll challenge you. It'll push you to the next level. It'll help you find results or profitability in places you didn't know. And sometimes when you're in those places, it's the best time for you to step out and say, hey, I'm going to – I need some outside engagement and stimulus for me to help me – continue to move forward and stay engaged, stay motivated, uh, even, you know, you know, push ahead. So, and when things are going really good, you know, then it's your opportunity to say, okay, man, how do I build on the success that I had? Or how do I keep my success from becoming, um, you know, sometimes our greatest successes can set us up for our greatest failures if we're not careful. And so how do we, you know, how do we continue to build on that? And it, it just, you have this space and the bandwidth to actually push yourself and engage and go to the next level. And it's a great opportunity and great timing for you. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I think the other important thing to keep in mind is the big picture. And sometimes 
when we are in seasons, we don't realize that they are seasons. And if we don't prepare for the future, you know, in in full acknowledgement that, hey, things are either really bad or really great or just sort of ho-hum right now, but that could actually be a season. And it's always important to be preparing and setting yourself up and building that foundation so that you can handle success that comes or if your season is success right now, preparing for maybe challenges that are coming. So, yeah. but I, I really resonate with one thing you mentioned, which was the place to have a conversation. And I just think that's really, really key because a lot of companies don't have a board of directors. And quite frankly, even if you did have a board with your company as the CEO, that again is not a place where you can always share everything. And as a CEO with your, with your executives or VPs, you can't always share everything with them either. And so I feel like there's a lot of people in a situation, business leaders, where there's things they can't share with their team. They don't have a board, but even if they did, they can't share everything with them. And just who do you go to, you know, to process this stuff? And that can really be a problem if you don't have an outlet for that, a place to get wise counsel from that. And the the thing is, you can have coffee or you can have lunch with someone, but if that someone is new, to your business, new to your to yourself that doesn't fully understand you, you know, that that's not always wise counsel. You know, it, it takes yeah. more than an hour to fully understand someone's situation and give wise input. So, yeah, I, I really resonate it, with what you're saying with the conversation. Yeah, and in, in this group, we'll get to know each other and each other's businesses. I mean, as a facilitator, my job is to help us have the have the conversations in an effective way and have the right conversations. But it's really the members of the group that add value on another um, with their experiences and their, you know, their wisdom, their counsel. And, you know, we'll get to know each other's finances a bit. We'll get to know each other's personal family lives. We'll get to know even our own spiritual journeys and how that affects how we lead um, and how that shows up in our businesses. And so it's the dynamic of that kind of openness and vulnerability and honesty in our conversations is it's refreshing because Sometimes some of us don't have opportunities where we can do that. We can have those conversations with people that have they have no stake in our game other than then we're we're helping one another. Yes. There's, they don't have any other vested interest but to give us counsel because we care about it. Yeah, I agree. And as it comes to this hey, this group a good fit for me or not, or you know, you need a safe place to have these conversations. I, I think there's three things that I want this group to be true of this group as far as the culture of this group. I want this group to be ambitious, to be full of people that are honest, and to be full of people that are on a mission to serve. So ambitious as in we have it's, – it's okay to actually have high business ambitions. Now, those ambitions need to be secondary to our ambition for Christ. But this group is going to be a group of ambitious people, and that's okay. That's what people can expect. Secondly, yeah. honest. Look, we are – and this gets to the safe place for conversation. We're all a little bit more messed up than we like to admit. That that's just the truth. And so we can be honest with each other here and we're going to be doing a lot of growing and a lot of learning and our businesses will hopefully have just a, a high growth year in, in our personal leadership as well. But we're going to accomplish that through honesty with each other and then on the mission to serve. And this probably speaks to the more complacent category of people that we talked about just a bit ago. Look, if you're, if you're sort of doing okay as a company, it's not great, but you're okay. It's doing what it should for you and you're sort of happy you may or may not be a great fit for this group. I mean, to be in a good fit for this group, 
you've got to be on a mission to serve, saying, hey, this business is serving me pretty decent. I'm okay. It's, I can live on it and not have to work that hard. That's probably not a great fit for this group. The, the, the better fit for this group is, hey, my business is doing okay. I want to make it even better so it can serve others. The whole point of business is to essentially sort of glorify God with our work and work to serve others. And so just that, just that being on a real mission to serve, we want that to be a part of the group. So I want to get to another question here for you, Jerry. Why do people need this sort of close-knit or highly qualified peer group for input on their specific business and even personal challenge? Why do people need this type of the community that we're talking about? You know, I, I think it goes back to some things we touched on before. It's we need a place for conversations that we can't have anywhere else. Conversations about our boards or our executive team, maybe even our families. And, you know, in our spiritual lives, one of the principles is that we have to get things out in the light. We can't leave them in the dark. So we confess things to the Lord and we confess things to each other. And the scriptures say that in the confession, we find healing. In our business and our leadership, we need a place where we can confess stuff and put it in the table. And in order to find really breakthrough or healing or, you know, growth points. And I think that we need the, the community and the conversations and a chance to have those kind of things around all these challenges we face. That's really what I think why we need that kind of input in our lives. We need it so we can grow spiritually, personally, in our leadership. Yeah, I totally agree. And the other thing that uh, I think we sort of referenced before, but it's true, is that we don't always know the questions that we should be asking of ourselves. And this is this is a big value that I see with being a part of a group like this. And this is what sort of keeps me awake the most or scares me the most maybe is that, look, if you have a specific question in your business or in your leadership, well, half the work is done then. You can go out and you can find the answer. You know, in today's sort of surplus of information, there's answers out there. So if you know what your question is and you're clear on that question, you can find the answer. But the scary thing in business is we don't always know the questions that we should be asking. And that's where I see a big value in a group like this is they'll help us even to ask the questions of ourselves and of our business that we should be asking and didn't even know. Yeah. One of the practices we'll do, one of the conversations we'll have is um, every member will have an opportunity to put an issue on the table and get input from the group. And, you know, there are probably about a third of the time, the issue they bring to the table, the group ends up kind of saying, no, 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 that's not the issue. Um, <laughs> you need to be asking questions about this. And I've seen it time and time again where it sets the group member in a whole different direction of inquiry and leads to whole new insights and discoveries that they didn't know they needed. Yes. So, Jerry, you're going to be facilitating this cohort. What do you expect of the people in this group? Really two things. One is trust. Trust with one another. Openness, vulnerability, honesty, those kind of things. I mean, it's going to be a confidential group, but we're going to have to, we're going to take risks and trust one another if we're going to add value to each other. And then the second one is kind of just that engaged participation because the greatest value of the group is really the members to one another. And so that engagement, the participation is really going to be what's, what's going to be most powerful. And I think yeah. maybe the third thing is, I think we've talked about, I don't know if it's one of the podcasts or something that you and I talked about. We talked about like three mindsets for learning. So we walk into a group like this, focus on progress, not perfection. We focus on obedience more than we do uh, knowledge. So we're not so much concerned mm -hmm. about like gaining knowledge on things, but executing on what we know. 
And we're also not so interested in growing wide, but we're interested in growing deep and letting roots kind of take place. So I think kind of like trust, participation, and kind of like engage with those high-level mindsets for learning. That'll make a person, I think, feel satisfied with their participation in the group. Yes. Yes, I, I totally agree with that. And as we think just about specifically who this is for, who this group is for, well, it's for someone leading a business directly, not a VP, but if you're running a company, then you qualify. You really can be from anywhere. You could be from even outside America. You could be global, but you would need to come to Nashville twice throughout the course of a year and then Colorado for the retreat in October. So you need just, you just need the ability to meet in person essentially three times throughout the course of the year, uh, men or women. And company size, you know, we're trying to not to be too exclusive here. So if this is probably built a little bit more for companies that have started, that are established, that are, that are operating, wouldn't you say, as opposed to someone that's about to create a company? Yeah, this is this is going to be most, I think, uh, effective and serve well the the leaders that are going. Hey, I'm leading a company. Um, you know, it ought to be at least you know five million in revenue. But um, so you have like significant leadership experience and challenges underneath your belt, um, and you have the availability, the freedom to you know kind of disengage from the business enough to be able to participate in this kind of growth and leadership. But yeah, you're going to have to travel, come to the you know, the Nashville twice and we'll do a retreat in October in uh, in Colorado, kind of our, our conclusion. And the rest of it will be done uh, with some virtual space, but it'll still be effective uh, relational engagement. So this is for that person and they're looking to grow business. They're looking to grow themselves. They're looking to grow spiritually. Uh, so good. So here's another question I wanted to ask you. You've actually been leading groups like this for years. How have you seen this to be a benefit of those in your groups in the past what what stands out to you as some of the key benefits over the over the number of years that you've been leading various groups i've seen some amazing breakthroughs for leaders in their own personal leadership i remember sitting in some conversations and the group very gently but honestly basically poked at a leader and said you know what the issue you're bringing to the table this isn't this isn't the company's issue this is your issue and I've watched people own stuff like that and let it rest on it and then see some incredible transformation in their leadership, uh, which had, which affected their company and the success of their company. So that's kind of, that's been for me a huge fun benefit to watch in people's lives. And the other one is on a pragmatic level, you know, I've seen people get advice and counsel that have saved them from seven figure mistakes. And in fact, I, I remember uh, not too long ago, I had one uh, business executive in the in the room. You know, he sat down and said, hey, here's a mistake I made in my business. And at the end of the day, it was almost a three-quarters of a million-dollar mistake. And then every, all the other leaders around the room going, thank you for saving us. Because now they're looking at going, we're learning from each other's mistakes. And uh, we talked about, um, he unpacked, kind of debriefed how he got there and what happened. And a lot of it had to do with some issues in management. And decisions he didn't make. He waited too long to make some decisions, and it hurt him on a team level. And uh, so it was just we had to unpack that both for him personally, and also we had a chance to learn from it. And so that kind of value has been a lot of fun. Um, we walked through. I remember one time we walked through with a business owner that was gone through significant negative cash flow issues. He had like a perfect storm in his business. And there was about a three four month period where he man it was stressful for him. 
And so the group got to walk with him through that, add counsel, pray for him. He had a place to talk about it other than unloading on his wife, <laughs> um, which is incredibly beneficial for him. And, you know, a year later, the company is, you know, he turned the company back, got it back into, into positive cash flow and profitability went up and sales were up and it was fun to celebrate that together. And he, yes. he was very, very positive. Look, I don't think if I would have had this group, if I would have like made it through this with this kind of, uh, and made it to where I am in the last year and a half because it was rough. So yeah. that's, to me, those are huge value adds in just like a, you know, one year experience. Yeah, so you may have, you're already starting to answer my next question, but you know one one of the objections, probably the two biggest objections people would have to going through a one year intensive that's structured this way is it takes time, and it takes money, and this is a this is a sixteen thousand dollar experience. Now we have a sale right now if people sign up and it's only twelve five, and that's stretched out through essentially monthly payments of eleven hundred bucks you know, January through October. So essentially your cost is eleven hundred and twenty five bucks January through October of next year. But if someone's saying, you know, geez, that's eleven hundred and twenty five bucks that I would rather keep, it's you know, it how how would you talk about the the return on investment? How should people be viewing this? It's certainly a, a cash outlay. It it definitely you know it there's a real cost here. But how would you think about the value in return? You know, if someone comes in the group and they engage in the group and they real they learn and they grow, the residual impact from that, it doesn't just give back to you in the year you're in it. It gives back to you in the five, ten years after that. It's a it's a compounding impact that it has in your life and your business. Like I would view it from a paradigm shift, I wouldn't view it as a one time investment that, oh, you know, how am I going to get this back this year? I look at it and say, man, you're making an investment that's going to continue to give back to you, you know, over the next 10, 5, 10, 15 years, um, and it's compounding. And then the second piece of it is I am absolutely convinced that if you engage in this kind of thing, it'll have – you will get insight and you will get some wisdom that will help you make tweaks in your business that will more than add that kind of return for you. On a, whether it's profitability or, you know, sales or, you know, gross or uh, net margin, it'll make a difference for you. Um, I, every member I've seen in a group like this that's had that kind of impact um, in some of their decision making. Yeah, well, I totally agree. I know at least two of the people that have already joined up in this group, their company is paying for it. Now they're leading, they're leading those companies. So I guess to some degree they would be <laughs> making that decision. But when you think of this as a business expense, you know, 1100 bucks a month stretched over the course of, you know, 10 months, boy, you could make a return on that pretty quick. If you're in a situation where, you know, one sale results from yeah. this or, or it saves someone a $750,000 mistake, I mean, your return on this, even in the course of the year, is just so quick. So that's, that's what I would encourage people to think about this is from a from a business expense standpoint. I mean, how how quickly do we spend eleven hundred bucks a month in the course of our business, just in general? Pretty dang quick. Uh, Another key value add that I've seen Ken, is there's often conversations we'll have in this kind of a group around executive performance issues. 
I got a member of my executive team. I'm having this challenge with them. How do I coach them through it? Or I'm having this struggle. And I, I tell you what, there's been times where there's members that have gotten counsel that has saved them from a keeping someone in a role too long or helping coach them to another level of leadership. And I mean, you can put dollar figures to turnover when you're talking about, you know, high level executives in your company or even plant managers. It's expensive. Yeah. The council and being able to manage through that um, has been another area where I've looked at it and said, man, there's, you know, you end up having direct impact in your, you know, your profitability or savings of your company just because of dealing, you know, getting practical advice and counsel on those things. Yeah, I totally agree. So people are going to be coming to Nashville for three days in January. We're going to be digging in. We're going to be doing hard work. We're going to be learning together. We're going to be getting to know each other. Um, look, and we're going to make sure that we're sprinkling good food and drink and conversation and just getting to know each other throughout. Um, so we're going to be doing both hard work and enjoying our time together back in Nashville uh, for a day or day and a half before the conference and then going through the conference as well, correct? Yeah, we'll have some special things during the conference too. We'll get some special time yes. with, the, with the speaker or something like that, I think. Absolutely, yeah. We, we've already bracketed time where the cohort attendees are going to get you know, meals with some of the keynote speakers, et cetera, during the conference. Essentially, the cohort attendees are getting all of the cohort with the conference, sort of a VIP access or experience at the conference just thrown in. And then meeting throughout the course of the summer virtually and then ending with a three-day breakthrough retreat at the Lost Valley Ranch in Sedalia, Colorado. And I can't take too much time on this, Jerry, because this is just not the time for it. But I was at this ranch a few weeks ago, and it is amazing. It's exactly two-hour drive from the Denver airport. The last 30 minutes of your drive, you're going to be without cell service, and it's going to be on country, back country dirt roads, just around the mountains. Uh, it's just you can see Pikes Peak in the distance, and you pull into this ranch, and just the, you can just feel sort of the worry and the stress and everything seeping away on that two hours uh, from Denver Airport to this ranch. And at the ranch, we're going to be getting time together as a cohort. Uh, we're going to continue sort of learning together, recapping the year, but we're going to make sure there's plenty of time during that three-day retreat just to get out in nature by yourself, go fishing if you want to, go on a hike if you want to, get some time of solitude. You can ride horses. Uh, I did that as much as I could when I was there. It was really, really great. They've got, you know, beginner level, intermediate level, advanced level. So whatever, you know, if you don't want to ride horses, it's fine, but if you do, they've got any level that you would want exceptional food. I mean, this ranch is really, I'm I'm really excited to take the cohort there. It's going to be really great. And part of the reason we've structured this way, the entire cohort this way, is because we want people to be able to get in on this from all over, not just Nashville. And secondly, we want people to sort of make these relationships and contacts that last for a lifetime. Now, I know that's asking a lot, but if you're going to go through a one-year intensive like this, there's no reason that you can't have access and have some uh, have each other's contacts and maybe stay in touch in the future if you're running into a problem in your business. So that's sort of how we're structuring this. Jerry, what, what are your goals for the leaders of this group? Let's just close with that. As you think about this group you're about to facilitate, what are your goals for the leaders in this group? I'd like to see 
people walking away with a deeper connection of the purpose and meaning of their life as a business owner in the context of the gospel. I I like to see some real revelation insight where there is opening up of freedom and connection to that significant purpose that God's created business leaders to serve in his kingdom and in his in his gospel. Um to me I think that's a it, when we get if we get higher revelation on that it takes us to a whole new level of purpose in our own personal lives. And so that's one of my goals. And I think on the other side of it is I just I want to see people I love to see people grow and I want to see people get the end of this experience and be able to say, I'm a different person, and I can actually now add more value to the people around me because of what I was able to experience in the last, you know, year together. Well, Jerry, we're looking forward to you leading this group. We've already got people signed up. If someone is listening to this and is interested in learning more or just going ahead and signing up, they can go to gospelbusinessstrategies.com forward slash cohort. And there's a bunch more information on the, on our website there about this. They can even email us from the website if they have further questions. But that's what I recommend people do if they're listening to this and it sounds interesting. Go to gospelbusinessstrategies.com forward slash cohort. Jerry, thank you so much for your time. And I'm really excited to be uh, going through this group with you and uh, seeing what this can do for the people. Thank you, Kent. I'm looking forward to it, too. It's going to be an exciting year. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Jerry, and I assume whether you have any interest in joining this cohort at all, you can relate to probably all of the pain points and challenges and issues that we brought to light in this conversation. If you'd like more information or you would like to go ahead and apply to join the cohort, there's still time, but time is running out. We do have a big sale that we're running right now. Also, you can save over $3,500. Just go to gospelbusinessstrategies.com forward slash cohort, and we would love to chat with you more about whether this group is a fit for you.